Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. We are presently talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are nine manifestation gifts that are listed in 1 Corinthians 12. They are gifts of the Spirit that are meant to manifest God's presence in our midst. There's three gifts that manifest His power. Faith, working in miracles, gifts of healing. There are three gifts of utterance. Prophecy, speaking in tongues, the interpretation of tongues. And then there are three gifts of revelation. Three gifts that reveal God's mind and wisdom to us. And they are the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. Now yesterday we talked about the word of wisdom. And today we want to go on and talk about this next gift of the Holy Spirit. And that is the word of knowledge. The Word of Knowledge. Now, what is the Word of Knowledge? Here's the definition I would give it. The Word of Knowledge is the God-given ability to know certain facts about a matter without having any previous knowledge concerning the situation or the individuals involved. In other words, you know certain facts and information beyond your natural knowledge. You didn't gain it by hearing about it or seeing it. It just comes to you supernaturally. See, all of these gifts of the Spirit are supernatural gifts. And so when you have a word of knowledge, you have information that has been supernaturally given to you. Now, why does God do this? He does it so we can be more effective dealing with a particular situation. We need this knowledge to make a matter better. Now, just as background to this, we can look at Colossians chapter 2. And it says here, starting in the latter part of verse 2, that the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. God knows everything. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are within God. He's omniscient. He knows everything. And when we need a bit of knowledge to deal with a situation, he gives us a word of knowledge, just a little bit, just a little portion of his overall knowledge. He gives to us so that we can deal with a matter. He supernaturally gives us information that we need at the moment. Now, there's many examples of this in the scripture. First, we can start in the life of Jesus in Matthew chapter 21 and verse 2. He's about to make his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. He tells his disciples, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. Now, how did Jesus know that there was a donkey and there was a colt in the next village that's tied? Well, obviously, he is God. And as we've already said, all knowledge and wisdom is in Jesus. And so he just gave a bit of knowledge to the disciples and said, you need to go 
into the village, you'll see a donkey and a colt, bring them to me. This is an example in the life of Jesus, where he gave a bit of information to his disciples that he wouldn't have known naturally, and they wouldn't know naturally, in order for them to carry out his wishes. Now, another incident of this is in Acts chapter 5. The church had just begun. It was growing in leaps and bounds. And some in the church had sold their property and brought the proceeds and gave it to the apostles so they could distribute it to the people that had need. And it says in chapter 5 that Ananias and Sapphira, his wife, they sold a possession, but they kept back part of the proceeds and they brought the rest to the disciples and said, here, we sold the property for so much and here's the money. They wanted to appear like they were giving it all. In reality, they were only giving a portion of the money. Now, when this happened and they gave it to Peter, Peter said to them, Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? He said, you know, it's your own money. He said, you could do whatever you wanted with it. You could give it all. You could give a portion of it. But why have you conceived to lie to the Holy Spirit and to us about this? Now, how did Peter know that they were only giving part of the proceeds? I believe it was a word of knowledge. There was no natural way that Peter would know, but the Holy Spirit just gave him a word of knowledge, a bit of information, so that he would be able to deal with this situation. Now, as a result, God judged Ananias and Sapphira very harshly. And it says that great fear came over all the church. They begin to realize, you know, this is just not a group of people. God's in our midst. And you just can't lightly lie in these situations and try to deceive. Because God knows the truth and he reveals it. You see how the word of knowledge was used to discipline Ananias and Sapphira and also to bring a respect for the leadership and for the church in the hearts of all the people. Another occasion in the scripture where the word of knowledge is used is in Acts chapter 9. Saul, who had been persecuting the church, was arrested, as it were, by God's Spirit on the road to Damascus. A light shone out of heaven. It knocked him off of his donkey. He was blinded and had to be taken into the city. And there was a believer in the city by the name of Ananias. And we find that it says here that the Lord spoke to him. And in verse 11 it says, So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. So the Lord tells Ananias here that he should go and pray for Saul, that he would be healed. Now, how did Ananias know all of this? God had knowledge, and he gave a portion of that knowledge to Ananias. He gave him a word of knowledge. He told him the name of the street where Saul was staying. He told him the name of the man whose house he was staying at. This is words of knowledge. It was to encourage Ananias to actually carry this out because he was very suspicious. He was afraid of Saul. He knew the reputation that Saul had. He would have had a very difficult time in going if God had not revealed to him this information in this way. And so, as we know, Ananias went, he prays for him, 
Saul is baptized. He lays hands on him that he would receive the Holy Spirit. And Saul's name is changed to Paul, and he goes on to be a great apostle. Now, all of this was generated by a word of knowledge given to Ananias. Another occasion in the scripture where a word of knowledge was given is in Acts chapter 10. Here we find that Peter is up on a rooftop and he's praying and he has a vision and he doesn't understand the vision. And as he's thinking about it, in verse 19, it says, the Holy Spirit said to him, behold, three men are seeking you. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. So Peter goes down, he goes with these men. We find that they had been sent by Cornelius. Peter goes to Cornelius' house. He shares the gospel with them. And for the first time, Gentiles come into the experience of salvation. But I want you to see again that the Holy Spirit gave a word of knowledge to Peter at the very beginning. As he's on the rooftop thinking about the vision, which was actually preparing him to be able to go to Cornelius' house, there was a word of knowledge that came to him that said there's three men that's seeking you and you need to go with them. That was knowledge that was supernaturally given to him. And so you see here there's many places in the scripture where this word of knowledge is given. And I believe it's still given today. A number of years ago, I received a phone call at home, and it was a young lady on the other end of the line, and her first words to me were a little unusual. She said, is this Ken Miles? And I said, yes. And she said, are you a pastor? And I said, yes. And then she gave this sigh of relief, and then she went on to tell me this story. She said that she was a Christian, that she had moved to Kitchener, and that she was looking for a church. And as she was praying, that she heard this inner voice say to her, go to the church that Ken Miles pastors. And she said this came to her completely out of the blue. She didn't know me. She didn't know my name. And so she looked up my name in the phone book. And she called me. And she said if I had have said that I wasn't a pastor, she was just going to hang up. Now that's quite a dramatic word of knowledge. She was praying. God gave her a specific direction to come to our church. That's a modern day word of knowledge. It's unusual. It usually doesn't happen that way. If you're looking for a church, I wouldn't just wait for a word of knowledge to come to you. But in this particular case, it did. And it was a direction that encouraged her that she was at the right church. And it also encouraged us that God knew where we were and was confident to direct people to us. Let me share another word of knowledge that came in the church that was very powerful. I had just arrived at a Wednesday night prayer meeting and my wife Kay called me and she said that Joe, a young man in our church, had been traveling to Toronto on his motorcycle and he was in an accident on the 401 and he was being rushed to the hospital. And could we pray? Well, I went into the prayer meeting and we prayed for this young man. And when we were finished praying, a lady in the church spoke up and said, the Lord showed me that Joe's going to be okay, but he has two broken arms. Well, at the end of the service, Kay called again and she said, I just got word Joe's going to be okay, but he's got a broken arm. And I said, 
a broken arm or broken arms? And she said, well, they just said he had a broken arm. And so the next day I traveled down to Mississauga to see this young man. And when I went in, he had both arms in a cast. And I said, oh, I thought you had just one broken arm. And he said, yeah, he said, but my other arm bothered me all night long. And they took an x-ray this morning and they found it was broken as well. When I shared with this young man that I knew that the night before because God had given a word of knowledge, it confirmed to him that God was real and was working in his life. Well, I see again that our time is gone, but we'll continue talking about these things tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Gleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.